The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masechet Babakama has been generously sponsored in our Dafyumi program by our good friend and patron and charter member of our Dafyumi class, Siyahu Ashar HaKohen and his dear wife, Rina, that Dazat Hashem, they will have continued Hatzlacha, Harvacha, Bechol, Maaseh, Yedehem, Biriut, Health, Happiness, Prosperity, and much Nachat from their children. May they enjoy many years of Shalom, Bayit, uh, Tranquility, and Peace of Mind. Amen, Amen. 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 Today's stuff is being studied for Ash and Mamma Shemedina. And that if I know, for the Nevich for the Guru for Tamkin, for Tokar Malachin and Sovanomat. Amen. We are on Samichet Amudrishon. And for Ash and Mamma. Haim Ben Zahavave. Garaz. Batsamha. And that if I know him. We learned the name of Yohanan Gazal. And the owners did not make Yush yet. Neither the owner nor the Ganav can make Hekdesh. The Ganav, because it's not his. And the owner, because it's not in his. Possession. That was the shita of Rabbi Yohanan. Didn't indeed Rabbi Yohanan say such a thing about Rabbi Yohanan? Rabbi Yohanan has a general rule in Shas. He always is posek like Stam Mishnah. Stam Mishnah, which means the nameless Mishnah. He's posek like, but nobody argues on that Mishnah. He's posek like Stam Mishnah. Utnan, we have a Stam Mishnah that says, Rebai. That's what? That's the fruit of the fourth year that has Kedushah. It has Kedushah until you make Pidyon on it. What did they used to do, the farmers, in order to protect the people that might come and eat from the Kerem Rebai, so they wanted to put a siman on their trees to let the people know, don't eat from this, this tree is Kodesh. So Kerem Rebai, Hayum etsayinin oto bekezuzot adama. They would put like pieces of dirt, of the adama, of earth, and they would put it on the Kerem Rebai, so the people would know that this is special. Simana, which is siman, ki adama. Like Adama. Ma Adama ikahana amine. Which means just like the Adama, after you plow and after you plant and after you do all the works of the Adama, you benefit from it. Right? Like uh, planting a ground. So to over here, the Kerem Revari, after you make Pidyon on it, it's also able to have Hana'ah. But at least the people that were walking by when they saw the Adama on this tree, they knew already, oh, this is special. The tree is, this is like the tree of the Adama. Just like Adama, it's shayakht of hana'ah after you work it, you could benefit from the ground. So to over this is a type of tree that's kerem levai, that after you make pidyon, you can benefit. What else did they do? Vishen orla beharasit. The trees of orla, that's the first three years, they would put heres, like pottery. Simana keharasit. Maharasit she'en hana'ah minah. Afay delit behana'ah mineh. Just like heres, there's no benefit you get from heres, kli heres. So to orla, there's no benefit. Which means there's no pidyon on Orla. Orla is asur ba'na'a But the siman that they would put on the tree was something that's also an item that you do not have any. Hana'a mine. Veshel kevarot. When it came to kevarot graves, 
How do they mark the graves? Besid in white limestone. Simana dehivar ka'atzamot. It's white like bones, just like the bones of the deceased are white. So today would, they would smear it with white limestone. And they would pour a lot of limestone all over the grave and around. So it can be very white in order that it should stand out. This that we said, that they used to make all these simanim on the Netar and on the uh, Orla. When did they used to make these simanim? During the year of the Shemitah, also the problem was we were concerned that people, wayfarers are going to go by, and they're going to pluck from the trees. Because they're allowed to pluck from the trees. Because it's Hefker. And therefore they had to put a siman. Hey, this is Orla. Hey, this is Netar Because we don't want the people that are going to take it. We're not talking about thieves over here. But during the rest of the times of the Shemitah years, that's not non-Shemitah years. Let the Rasha take it and let them die. Which means, you're a Ganav. I have to not worry about the Ganavim. That not, they shouldn't eat Orla. I have to worry about the Ganavim. They shouldn't eat Netar uh, Eba'i. Already you're going to be a thief. You're a Rasha. That's it. You dug your own grave. Halitel Rasha Be'yamot. That's the Shita of Rabban Shemagor. This whole deen of making Simanim was only said during the year of the Shemitah when there was Hefker. Oh, Hefker, then you already have to take care of the people. You don't want to bring a stumbling block. That Sinu'in. Oh, we learned this on yesterday's daf. The Sinu'in, the modest people, the Hasidim, what did they do? They would take money and they would put it on the side and they would say, which means when the ganav is going to pluck the uh, fruit from the tree, this netarevai, let's say, so this money over here is already, it's pidyon. So basically they were going to fix the fruit for the ganav. They didn't want the ganav to be over eating netarevai. So they would put money on the side. They would say, when the guy takes, steals the netarevai, plucks it, when it's in his hand, she'll cut. al-ma'ot elu. Oh, v'chite. So what do you see over here? So this shita over here is a mishnah. Uh, and this is a stam mishnah. And the stam mishnah is telling us in the Tarakama, the Stam Mishnah is telling us that what? That they did not put the money on the side. That was only the Banchim on Ben Gamliel Gemish, putting the money on the side. But the Stam Mishnah doesn't uh, subscribe to this business over here because how could you do such a thing? Why? It's in somebody else's hand. Once it's in somebody else's hand, how am I able to make Pijon? Just like we have a whole question. I cannot make cake dish when it's in somebody else's hand. Correct? Didn't Rabbi Yohanan give me a rule? Let's go slow. Rabbi Yohanan gave me a rule and he said, when I steal something, so now none of us can make Kikdash. Zeh, b'gilash she'eno she'lo. Vezeh, she'eno b'rsuto. Okay, that's Rabbi Yohanan said. But what do you mean? Rabbi Yohanan, you're the one that was posek like Stam Mishnah. And we have a Stam Mishnah over here. What does it say? That the Tsinu'in allowed me to make Pidyon even though it was in somebody else's hands. Meaning, when the ganab plucks it off the tree, I, I'm going to use this money now. What do you mean? How could you do something of a pigeon, let's say, when it's in somebody else's hands? you see what? That you can make kegdesh, even though it's not in your reshut. And the Yohanan, you are posek like, stam nishnah. And this stam nishnah is mashma, that it's okay. So the chaurat sestidah... 
וכי תמה מנתנא צנועין רבן שמעון בן גמליאל. Oh, which means, maybe you're going to tell me that it's not a Stam Mishnah. Maybe Tsinu'in is actually Rabban Shem'on bin Gamliel. Which means, the Mishnah said, Amar Rabban Shem'on bin right? And we thought Tsinu'in is a separate Mishnah. No, maybe Tsinu'in is Rabban Shem'on Gamliel talking. Now, if it's Rabban Shem'on talking, it's not a Stam Mishnah anymore. There's a name to it. So therefore, Rabbi Yohanan always forsake to Stam Mishnahs. But maybe Tsinu'in is Rabban Shem'on bin Gamliel. Yabra says, Anytime that Rashbag gives us a halakha in the Mishnah, halakha kemoto, except for three places. Hutz, Me'arev, that's a deen over there that she quotes the source of, but doesn't tell us the deen, it's in Get Pashun Babavatra, that talks about being a certain type of guarantor. Vitzidon, that was a certain place over there that they had a, a, a deen over there, a certain situation in Sidon. That's a case where a person brings a ra'ayah after the psak deen was already given. In any event, Rabban had a shita in those three things. We don't follow Rabban in those three cases. In the case of Harev, Sidon, and Ayah, but everywhere else, we hold like them. So then the question is, how could Rabbi Yochanan argue on Rashbag? What's the argument? Let's get the stira. You told me to be Yochanan, a guy steals an item, the owner cannot make it like this. Why? It's not in his reshut. But at the same time, the Bachelor said that the Tsinu'in used to make a pidyon, even though the fruit already was in the Ganav's hands. So we're assuming it's the same mechanics. That just like you can make pidyon when it's in somebody else's hands, so therefore you can make it like this as well. How could the Yochanan go against Ashbag when we said, Halakha Kimoto Mishnah? So Kimoto comes along and says, Amre, lo tema. Change the statement. Don't learn it after it's plucked. Say already we're doing it before it's plucked. While it's still an hour to shoot. Oh, so they're already good. Because once it leaves in the shoot, they cannot make it. You cannot make it. You cannot make it. You cannot make it. Before it's plucked, we'll make the, uh, we'll make the uh, 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 pigeon. Very good. Now she says, Good. Future item. Oh, did indeed Rabbi Yohanan say this? Whatever the Lord Sinu'in is that we just read, and Rabbi Dosa, which we're going to read now, they're both saying the same thing basically. Okay. Oh, and we know what Rabbi Dosa said. And he was talking about Nilkat. After the item was already plucked. In what context? Rabbi Yudah so we're talking about a case over here of Leket, Shekha, and Pe'ah. Basically you have to leave certain entitlements to the Anim. Depends how much falls. If a bundle of two falls, you leave it for the Anim. A bundle of three falls, that's considered the Balabayats. What happened was, there was some unscrupulous aniyim, that they would take stuff that even does not belong to them. Stuff that's not really like a upea. So there was certain balabatim, tsenu'im, they didn't want the ani to be over on gezim. So what they would do is, they would make all the stuff that fell, hefkir. Okay? In order that they shouldn't be over And then the Mephashim explained, they really didn't have to say hefkir, they could have just been mohail them. But the reason why they made it Ifkid is because we have a law that says Lekit Shekhaw Pass Patu from Terumot and Masrot. If they would just would have said Mehila, 
They would be obligated to give Tirumot Ma'asot, but Hifkir is patur from Tirumot Ma'asot. So therefore, in order to alleviate them from any issues, Beklal, no Gezeh, no Tirumot Ma'asot, they would make it Hifkir. So how would they do it? So Gibran says, Rabbi Yudah Amir, Shacharit, Ma'alabayit, Omed, Ve'omer. Shacharit, Ma'alabayit says, Kol sheyilketu aniyim ayom, whatever the aniyim are going to pluck today, Yeheh Hifkir. Finish is going to be Hifkir. Rabbi Dosa Omer, Rabbi Dosa says, Omer. No, he does it close to the evening, and he says, Kol shelaktu aniyim So, so what do you see according to Rabbi Dosa? Rabbi Dosa learns how do you say Kol shelaktu? That means it was in their hands already. Oh, and Rabbi Yochanan, you said that Rabbi Dosa and Sinuin said the same thing. That's mashma that Sunuin hold that you're not making the pidyon till the aniyim got it in their hands, just like the bidosa said it by the past tense that you do it in the evening. Whatever they collected already, you're making yifkir. So therefore, that's a problem against the Yohanan, because how could you make a pidyon? You answer the question. How did you answer the question? Oh, so about shiilkat. Whatever they're going to pluck. Oh, so you're doing it in the future, still in your possession. But the Bihan, you yourself said that Sunurin and the Bidusa are saying the same thing. And the Bidusa is past tense. Because he said by Nikit Khapiah that the guy comes at the end of the day, the Malamah says, whatever they plucked already should be FK. Uh, and Sunurin is saying the same thing. So the Gabriel is a very easy answer. Switch the Bidusa and the Bihuda. And therefore, instead of making Rabbi Dosa the opinion that says at the end of the day the guy gets up and says whatever they pluck, make Rabbi Dosa the shita that says in the beginning of the day. He says whatever they are going to take is going to be. If Kim was still in his possession, maybe you have no problem of Rabbi Dosa and Sinu'in saying the same thing. Oh, comes the and says, Amai apakt matnita. Why did you switch the version of the Braita? Just switch Rabbi Yohanan. Very good. For the same money you could say that the Biyudah said, Sinu'in and the Biyudah said the same thing. Just like the Biyudah in the unrevised Braita. What did the Biyudah say? In the morning, the Baalabayt gets up and says, whatever they're going to pick. Oh, good. So Tsinu'in said the same thing. Well, whatever uh, the Gezlanim are going to take, when it's still his possession, but they're making a pigeon right now. So therefore, why did you have to change the Braita? Just change the Bihara and say Tsinu'in v'Rabbi Yehuda. Omrim davarechad. That's the Gemara's question. Amre lo sagya delo mitapechat matnita. Debeach matnitin Hatani di itlil Rabbi Yehuda berera. Vishamainan de Rabbi Yehuda be'alma deletle berera. Oh, Rashi. She says. Baram Rashi. De itlil Rabbi Yehuda berera. Let's review what berera means. Retroactive selection. De ka'amar. Kol sheyilkot. Right, the Bible according to our text in the Brayta said what in the morning the Balabite gets up and says whatever these anim are going to take is going to be afkir. The chilakit, whatever they end up taking, Amrinan hubrar shezeh afkir. Va'afal pi she'en Balabite yodeya b'shaharit the shema lo yilkot yoter al dinam. Right, we're not sure that the anim are going to take anything. So it's hubrar the mafre that when he takes the item. 
that was illegal, that's what we say retroactively he meant in the morning when he made his declaration. So comes again what says, how come you didn't, how come you switched the Braita? So Gibran says, I'm going to tell you why. Lo saiga de lo metapecha matnitam. Which is, you have no choice but to change the brighter. Lo saiga, you have no choice. Why? Because based on the text of the brighter, the Buddha is working with berera. Because the way our text has it in the morning is whatever he's going to do. That's a berera subject. And we know, we know generally speaking, the Buddha does not subscribe to berera. So therefore, it can only be Rabbi that held that whatever they picked already, okay, now it's in their hands, there's no better anymore. The items that they took, I'm making a fkir. But to do it in a future way, it can't be Rabbi that ever said that, because Rabbi that does not subscribe to Bira. So we had no choice but to change the Braita. How do you know Rabbi that holds of? Does not hold of. We have a Mishnah. Halokeyach. Yayin mi ben hakutim. A guy's taking wine from the kutim. Nashi. Top line, okay. Yayin mi ben hakutim. Be'er im Shabbat. Ben Hashem asot kedir tani. Betu sotar kedesh alavayom. Now what happens? Shabbat came. Ve'en no mal ishtot ben Shabbat. Ve'en lo penai lafri. She did not take out terumot and ma'asrot. And he has a jug of wine. The kutim, they don't take terumot and ma'asrot. So what is he going to do now? Shabbat came already. Omer, he says... Too long that I'm destined to take uh, for Teruma, it's already Teruma. Asara and ten percent Maaser Rishon. Tishra Maaser Sheni, which means ten percent of what's ever left over is going to be already Maaser Sheni. Umehal, Mazi Umehal, Rashi. Mehal motzi ma'asir sheni lechudin al ma'ot sheyesh lo bebayit. Oh, he has money in his house. So maybe the ma'asir sheni that's in the wine, he transfers it to the money. Demash sheyesh to penayit leteken yeteken. Da'abi amira ba'al masag. Right, ma'asir sheni, you can fix verbally. So what does the guy do basically once Shabbat comes? He comes along and says, Terumah letzen de tulugin. Okay, it's on the side. And what? Ma'asir ishon. No problem. And Ma'asir Shini also is in there. But let me fix the Ma'asir Shini. Whatever I can do, I'm going to do. Ma'asir Shini, I'm going to transfer it to the coin that's in my drawer. Nice. Good. So therefore, Ma'asir Shini is covered. Yeah. Kedusha, I put on the coin. What do you have in the wine now floating in there? You got two Lugin of Terumah and 10% Ma'asir. And then what? Drink. What's Pshat? Berera. I say that whatever I'm drinking is not the Tirumah Maser. Whatever was left over in the bottle, Limafreya, I say that was the item that was selected, Tirumah Maser. Because you cannot drink Tirumah Maser. But if you use Berera, I say retroactively, whatever was left over in the bottle, that is the Tirumah Maser. Good? That's the Bimeir. Rabbi Udav, Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Shimon. Osrin. No good. Why? So therefore you see clearly that the that does not hold of Berera. Therefore we have no choice but to change the Braita. Amre, the says, Sof, Sof. Amai ka'apechat. 
Why did you change the Braita? Because she had a problem with the Biyudah's opinion by Berera. Because we know the Biyudah does not hold the Berera. <coughs> and therefore you must flip the Braita and say that it's talking about that when the Anim already picked the items already, then the Biyudah says you make it Ifkir. That's not Berera. That's already selected already. So everything's good. You still have a problem. You have a problem from Rabbi Yohanan to Rabbi Yohanan. The Amat Rabbi Yohanan. Lo tema kola nilqat. Ela ema kola mitlaket. What did you do for Rabbi Yohanan? You changed the statement and you said it means kola mitlaket, which means whatever was, or mitlaket means whatever will be, which means it's still in his possession. You had a problem with Rabbi Yohanan. Rabbi Yohanan told me a rule. Something that's not in your possession, you cannot make Igdish. Good. So similarly, something in my possession, I cannot make Pidyon. Mm. Oh, so he fixed it for me. He said, Meaning it's still in my possession now, but whatever's still in my possession now that's going to be taken out, I'm making the Pidyon now. Mm. Oh, good. Which means, obviously he's saying what? Alma itle berera. How is that working with berera? Which means, I don't know what they're going to take. Exactly. So retroactively... Whatever they're going to take, I say that's the item that I was put uh, there in the present. Good. Mm-hmm. But problem is, they go back to the story. Bayobel Rashi. You had this case several times. Mm-hmm. What are they doing over here? Ahim Shehalko is the story of the brothers. What they have a inheritance, they have a Yerusha. So we look at it as when we divide the inheritance, we look as each one purchased his helik. From his brother, which means I took this piece over here, so then you get another piece connected, which is the similar value. We looked at it as if it was divided equally as a sale. Okay? Oh, and therefore what? In Yovel, what's going to happen? In Yovel, all the properties go back to the middle again. What's going on in this case? Look at Rashi. We have a rule. First, it gets a Yerusha. Yovel comes. What's the deal in Yovel? All properties go back to the original owner. Mm-hmm. Do we say that by Yerusha? No. Generally speaking, Yerusha, whoever's Yoresh keeps it. However, we have a law. Ha'achim shechalku, when brothers are making a halukah, we look at it as if it is a sale. What's the normal deal of a sale? Once Shuvayel comes, it goes to the original. Therefore, I say what? Uh, Reuven got this piece. Shimon got a piece, can I get it? Equal. We got this. Uh, 
once Yovel comes, I don't say that the peace that Reuven got is the peace that was Huvrar the Mafreya that was indeed his Yerusha. Because if I say Berera, then this, this is what he was supposed to get. But I say, no, you're dividing it up. How are you supposed to divide it up? I got a big field of it. You know what? You take a thousand dollars worth of this piece. I'll take a thousand dollars worth of this piece. You think about, but by the way, we're dividing. It's like a, it's like a sale. If once your veil comes, put it all back in the middle again, and they have to redivide it again. If I would say berera, I would say no. Once already, you'll give me a thousand dollars a parcel of land, and he's getting a thousand. That's the parcel that my father was morish me from the beginning. That's a yirusha. But if and if Yohanan says that what. You say ha'akim shehalku arenk, and of course he doesn't hold of berera. Oh, so you have a contradiction to Yochanan himself. Here he holds by ha'akim shehalku no berera, but by the case of the pidyon, you're telling me say whatever they're going to pick, I'm making the pidyon now. But that is berera. So you have a stira, you fix the bihuda. Without bihuda, you switch the bright around. What you fixed? It's not a problem, Yohanan, you have a stira in him, in his shita, in Berera. Comes the Gemara and says, Ela le'olam kolan nilqat. Oh. So go back to the original way. That what? Kolan nilqat is whatever was picked already. No, Nilkat, which was picked already. Which means, go back to the original statement that Rabbi Hanan said. Sinu'in and Rabbi Dosa said the same thing. And just like Rabbi Dosa said, in the case of the Lekech Khan Rabbi Dosa Shita was what? That the Malabayid, at the end of the day, says, whatever was picked, what's in the hands of the Ganavim now, I'm going to make Yafkir. Rabbi Yohanan said the same thing. Sunuim said the same thing. And therefore, what are they saying? Whatever the Ganav stole, already I'm going to make a pidyon. Whatever they, whatever they took, I'm going to make a pidyon. Oh, so therefore that at least works out that Rabbi Yohanan and Sunuim said the same thing. We have a problem with Rabbi Yohanan, but... Because Rabbi Yohanan, I thought you all that once it's in somebody else's reshut, you cannot make it hikdish. So therefore, if it's in somebody else's reshut, how could you make it a pidyon? So Gabriel says, Rabbi Yohanan, Rabbi Yohanan found another Stam Mishnah. Why? What did he find? What's the Stam Mishnah that he found? It says like this, Litnan, in a gonev haragana mishalim tashtumay kefir. Let me know this already. A ganav pays kefir. Gonev and a ganav, does not pay kefir. Good. Amai, bishlam ale ganav rishon no mishalem. I understand why it doesn't have to pay kefir to the first guy, to the ganav rishon. The gunav betaish lo mebeta ganav. That's right, because Torah says only when you steal from the betaish, from the owner, but not from the ganav. So I understand why you don't have to pay the ganav kefir, because he is not the baalim. But why shouldn't you have to pay the Chara? You should have to pay to the owner. Double. Double. Which means, nobody. Why? Let's analyze. Okay, so the Ganav is not the Betaish. This is Gonev and Ganav. 
Okay, so don't, don't, don't pay kifah to the ganav, but pay to the original owner, because it's like you're stealing from him. Uh, it, it, it still is. That's the Havimina. Uh, it still is. So Gibran says, El alav, but what's the pshat? It's, it's still his, but. That's the Havimina. It's still his. Still the owners. Oh, but what's the answer? El alav shma'amina, ze lefi she'eno shelo. The ganav, it's not his. Ve lefi she'eno, Birshuto. And the original owner, you're right, it's his, but it's not his Birshut. So therefore, you don't pay careful to me either. So therefore, he found a Stam Mishnah. Let's go back to the Ruch. now found another Mishnah that gives the Sevara. And that's the Stam Mishnah that the Ruch is going to use for Higdish. And therefore, if a person steals something, he cannot make it Higdish, nor can the original owners make it Higdish. That she please, that she says, the Buchanan stama harina ashkah. That in order to appreciate what we what we just did over here, because the whole Gemara started off, the Buchanan holds like stam mishnah rule, and we found the stam mishnah of tsinurin, and once we found the mishnah of tsinurin, we had all problems. Because the Sinu'in came along and told me I could make it hifkir even when it's in the Ganav's hands. So we had to switch Sinu'in around. Uh, I'm switching Sinu'in because we had a problem with Rabbi Dosa. And then we had a problem with the Bright of Rabbi We had problems all over the place with the Sinu'in. So he said, oh, you know what? Rabbi Yohanan, forget about that whole piece. Really, Rabbi Yohanan has another Stam Mishnah that he I found in the world. And the Stam Mishnah clearly says, by Golim and Ganav, And he's Stam Mishnah, al Yisrael. Now that she over here has to fix one more problem for us. Very good. Because, okay, uh, very nice. So you want to keep the Baraita as it is, don't change the Baraita. Rabbi Yudah said, you do it in the morning for what's going to happen in the future. Berira. Oh, oh. We have a problem. The Biuda does not hold of Benera as we saw by the barrel of wine. Mm-hmm. So, okay, cancel that whole sugya, keep the bright as it is, but bottom line, the bright cannot be legitimate. Because it's still not a Biuda. So the she fixes that. She says, Vikasha. The she of the Biuhanan. Vikasha. Veha lo sagya de lo metapramat nita mishum Benera. Lo tipuch. Dita de Biuda Benera. He does hold of Benera. Oh, what about the wine? Like we learned earlier in, in, in Chas. Do you know what Yudah says? You can't say, let the two log be tirumah, let 10% be. We thought because there's no berera. And therefore you're going to drink the tirumah. No, really, he also berera, but he's worried what's going to end up happening. Maybe the jug of wine is going to break. And if it breaks retroactively, you ended up drinking wine that you didn't give. There is Berera. Really, when I'm drinking the wine on Shabbat, I say I'm drinking the good pot. And whatever's left over is going to be my Terumah. Oh, so why can't I do it? And what, if, what, if the barrel, what if the barrel breaks? Now already you didn't give Terumah Masot. Now we're trying to end up drinking Tevim. A different reason. So don't worry about Rabbi Yohanan. Keep the Braita like it is. And keep Rabbi Yohanan. That says Rabbi Yohanan. The Rabbi Dosa said the same thing. They did say the same thing. And what? Just keep. Uh, oh, but you said Halakha Kastam Mishnah. Oh, we found another Stam Mishnah. 
and that's who Rabbi Yochanan subscribes to this other Stam Mishnah that says Zeh She'eno Shelo by Golim Ve'Naganav Ve'zeh Nefi She'eno Bereshuto Now the Gemara just has one more question So I got two Stam Mishnahs Umay Hazid Da'azid Batarahis Tamah Le'abit Ki Ha'istama Desnu'in Rabbi Yochanan you thought you tossed two Stam Mishnahs why did your opinion become formulated from the Mishnah of uh, these Golev Naganav that says, yeah. What about the one of Sinu'in? Sinu'in's Stam Mishnah taught me what? If it's not in your Rishut, you cannot make a pigeon on it. I'm sorry. If it's not, even, even though it's not in your Rishut, you can't make a pigeon. So therefore, who told you to take this Stam that you cannot make a dish Take the Stam of Sinu'in that you can't make a dish. Your answers, I'll tell you why. Mishum de Lekra. He had a pasuk to back him up. The ish ki yedish it beto kodesh Hashem ma beto bereshuto av kol bereshuto. He had a pasuk that says hegdesh is written next to the word bayit, just like a bayit is in your possession. So to only things that are in your possession can you make hegdesh, as opposed to things that are not in your bereshut. So the pasuk backed him up. That's why posek like stam mishnah of gonim and aganav zesh chenu shlov zesh bereshuto and he did not posek like the stam mishnah of zenuim. So again, the Gemara said on the previous daf that the Yohanan said zenuim and the Bidosa amru davar echad to review the case of the zenuim. That was a scenario where a person had a field of netarevai. The field netarevai is kodesh. The guy was worried that uh, the Ganavim were going to come and take it and eat from it to the Ba'i. So basically the Gemara said that the Tzinu'im would say, whatever they take is going to become Padui. Good. That was Tzinu'im. What did the Bidosah say? Similar situation where they were worried about Aniim. That they're going to take things that don't belong to them. So the Bidosah said, whatever the Aniim take should be Hifkir. Whatever they took already should be Hifkir. Good, so that was Tzinu'in and the Bidusa, Amru Dabarechad. Now Abaye comments on this statement. Amar Abaye, Ilav the Amar Abu Hanan. Tzinu'in with the Bidusa, Amru Dabarechad. If it wasn't for that statement of Abu Hanan that said that they're saying the same thing, Abamina, Tzinu'in, Itlihud the Bidusa. I could have argued and said, Tzinu'in might agree to the Bidusa's deal. However, the Bidusa, with the Bidusa, because if you think about it outside for a second, they were talking about two different cases. Tzinu'in were talking about uh, people that were taking neta uh, levai, ganavim, and according to Rabbi Dosai, he was talking about aniim. So could be, you could be a little more lenient by aniim, that once they took it, okay, for the sake of aniim, to make it ifkir, even though it's not in your reshut. Whereas you could argue by a ganav that took netarebai, maybe when it's not in the reshut, maybe we won't be so lenient. Which means, the Gemara says, Sinu'in, they will hold of the bidosah, because Sinu'in say their law even by ganav. So, Kosh Shekin, they'll say it by an Ali. And they say, And what by a thief? They're taking the neta deva'i. And what? The rabbis made a takana to say what? That even though it's not in his possession, they're able to make a halul. Anim sedikha lebemar. You have to tell me that they would make a takana by the anim. However, it be dosa, let the tzinu'in. Because I would say, anim 
That's where the rabbis made a takana in order to make sure the anim have their naked. Aval ganav lo avdu le rabbanan takanta. So that's why the Rabbanan comes along and says, no, the bidosa and the Bihani and Suri are saying the same thing. Because I could have thought you could make a haluk between them, because one is talking about ganav and one is talking about ani. That's the first comment. Now we have another comment. Amarava. If it was not for that statement of Rabbi Yohanan, I would say, who is the opinion of Tsinu'in? Rabbi Meiri. Why? Because we know Rabbi Meir holds generally Ma'asir Mamon Gavod. When it comes to Ma'asir Shini, Ma'asir Shini is considered Egdish. It's considered Mamon Gavod. And still, when it comes to making pidyon on Ma'asir Shini, we consider the Ma'asir Shini in your possession, that you're able to make a pidyon. Which means, we know that Ma'asir Shini is Kodesh. And still the Hadush of it is, it's in my possession, that if I need to make a pigeon on it, I'm able to make a pigeon. And we also know, and we have the Gizra Shavah, it says Kodesh by Maaseh Shini, and it says Kodesh by Kerem Rebaai, Keti Vakat says by Kerem Rebaai, Kodesh Elulim. Even though the item is Kodesh, we say what? It's considered in my possession to make it Pijon. Uh, so too the Kodesh of Hilulim Dikhtib Gabe Kerem Rebaai Bai Kerem Rebaai Afagav Dinab Mamon Didei We know it's not it's Mamon Nanyan Achule Nanyan making a Hilul on it Ukmei Rachmana Birshute Why? Deha ki ite Birshute Name Halav Didei Because even when it is in your possession It's really not in your possession and still we allow you to make a Hilul or Pinyon But since by Leket Since the Mamon Is really his Only maybe I'll say when it's in his possession He can make it a Fkir But when it's in his possession No, that's why the Bihran come along and say It's saying the same thing About the outside Without Rabbi Dosa's interpretation, when Rabbi Yohanan said it, and Sinu'in, I would have said, oh, you know what the logic of Sinu'in is? Sinu'in is a hadush. That says, well, I can make a hilul uh, on something that's out of my uh, possession. For means that Ganav took it away. Now Ganav's holding it in his hand. I'm saying, oh, it's called a sinu'in. I don't want to eat it. Oh, you know what? Pidyon. Hilul. It's out of his possession. Oh, you know why? Because Kerem Reva'i and Ma'asishni are the similar deen. What are they similar about them? They're both considered Kodesh. Kodesh basically is not in your possession. Kodesh is in God's possession. And still what we know by Ma'asir Shini, even though it's Kodesh, I can still make Pidyon. Huadin, Kerem Rebai, even though it's not in my possession, it's in my possession physically, but it's not in my possession, it's Kodesh. And still I can make a Pidyon, a Hilul. 
So that means even though when it's by me, it's not by me. So I said, that's why he says, when the Ganav took the Kerem Rebai, even though it's not in my possession, I can make a Hilul. Because even when it is in my possession, it's not in my possession. Because it's Kodesh. When it comes to the Aniyim, Kerem Neket is in my possession. So I said, maybe only when it's my Mamon, I can make it if can. But once it leaves the Mamon, uh, goes into the Ani's hands, maybe I can't make it. Kamashwan Abu Hanan? No. Sinu'in and Abu Hanan said the, uh, and Abu Dosa said the same thing, that even by Mamon of Leket, they can make it kid, even if it's in the Ani's hands. That's the second comment regarding Abu Hanan. Now we get to the third comment, Amar Abu Hanan. He loved the Amar Abu Hanan. If it was not for the fact that he said the same things, what would I have said? I would have said, I would say, who's the author of this Mishnah? Of Sinu'in? Oh, I would say it's Rabbi Dosa himself. Which means, Stam Mishnah which means uh, we had a problem. Rabbi Yochanan holds like Stam Mishnah's through. Stam Mishnah's, you have a Stam Mishnah with one opinion on it, and uh, <coughs> that's a Stam opinion that everybody holds like it, because that's what's written in Stam, it's no Mahloket. So Rabbi Yochanan holds like Stam Mishnah. And a Stam Mishnah said by Tsinu'in that Tsinu'in, they're able to make. Pidyon on the on the, on the Kerem Rebbe, even if it's out of their reshut. Oh, what do you mean? If that's a Stam Mishnah, Rabbi Yohanan cannot agree with that Stam Mishnah, because he clearly said, Hegdesh, you can only make Hegdesh when it's in your reshut. But once somebody steals Hegdesh, the Ganav cannot make it, uh, uh, I'm sorry, the, when somebody steals an item, the Ganav cannot make it Hegdesh, because it's not Shiloh, and the uh, owner cannot make it like this because it's not Birsuto. Beautiful. I got you to be Hanan very nicely. And then at the same time you tell me Halakat Kastam Mishnah. And we got a Stam Mishnah called the Stam Mishnah of Sinu'in that say that these Sinu'in, these Hasidim used to make Pijon on Kerem Ribari outside of their shoot. So we had a problem. So uh, you know how I can answer it? I'll say very simple. That Mishnah of Sinu'in is the Bidosa. And we have a rule. When does Rabbi Yochanan hold like a Stam Mishnah? When it's everybody's opinion. But if the Stam Mishnah is following a Da'at <coughs> Yahid, then Rabbi Yochanan does not subscribe to that Stam Mishnah. And therefore I would say, Ki heki didot tukshe Stam Mishnah to Rabbi Yochanan. The Rabbi Yochanan, Ki Stam Yehida'ah lo amar. But what? That's what I would have said if Rabbi Yochanan did not tell me that the Bidosan Sinu'in are saying the same thing. I would have said that this, the Mishnah of Tzunu'in is indeed Rabbi Dosa. What does that help me? Because now you have a, it's a Stam Mishnah, but it's a Da'at Yahid, it's Rabbi Dosa. Rabbi Yohanan is not bound to Posek like Rabbi Dosa. Therefore, I have no problem with my contradiction. But once Rabbi Yohanan came along and said, I'm sorry, Rabbi Dosa and Tzunu'in are saying the same thing, that means they're two different opinions. There's Rabbi Dosa and there's Tzunu'in. Oh, so now already we have to answer the Stam Mishnah Tzinu'in, how Rabbi Yohanan is going to, to regret. So basically what the Gemara just did was, it took this statement of Rabbi Yohanan, Tzinu'in, Rabbi Dosam, and gave three reasons why, why I would have thought not like that. And that's what the Gemara came along and says, no, 
they are saying the same thing. Let's review quickly outside the three reasons why I would have thought Sinu'in and Rabbi Dosa are not saying the same thing. Number one, Sinu'in is talking about a case of a ganav. Thieves that take my kerem riba'i. Rabbi Dosa is talking about a case of an ani that takes something that doesn't belong to him. So I would have said... Could be just because we're lenient by Aniim, doesn't mean we're lenient by Ganabim. Kamash Malan, they said the same thing. Okay, that's the first Hadush. Second Hadush, I would have said, maybe the whole reason that I'm lenient by Kodesh Lunim, by by, by Kerem Rebai, to make it, to make it, Pijot outside of my Rishud. Because the whole deen of Kerem Rebai is outside of my Rishud. Even when it's in my Rishud, it's out of my Rishud. Because why? Because it's Kodesh. Just like Maaseh Sheni, Kodesh Kodesh. Ah, but I would say maybe by Mamon of Leket, which is my money, maybe I can only make it Hifkir when it's in my Neshut. Kamash Ma'adad, that even that, you can make it Hifkir outside of the Neshut. Thirdly, I would have said, Tsunu'in is Rabbi Dosa. Rabbi Dosa is the author of the Mishnah of Tsunu'in. And therefore, what do I gain by that? Rabbi Hanan does not have a problem because he holds halachak stam mishnah. Now I would say that that mishnah tzurin is not a stam mishnah anymore because it's a daat yachid. But Rabbi Yehuda is fine. That's why Rabbi Yehuda says no. Tzurin and Rabbi Yehuda said the same thing. And then we we'll give out tzurin and Rabbi Yehuda said the same thing. We have to go answer it based according to the kavanah that we had uh, uh, before. So there's three reasons why I would have thought not like Rabbi Yohanan said. Indeed, Tzurin and Rabbi Yehuda indeed said the same thing.